I've hated watching the IPL, but for some reason, this IPL, I've watched the games because they've been so close. Literally going to the last ball, right? Beat the Rinku Singh, uh, Blitzkrieg, or, you know, just all the games have pretty much been gone to the last over. And uh, so I would actually think this transitions itself to um, the T20 or World Cricket stage. Again, the question really is that is the T20 World Cup for world teams, is that even relevant, right, after the IPL? So that's a big question in my head. Hi, I'm Rukbed. Hi, I'm Ro. Hi, I'm Amol. Hi, I'm Nikhil. What's up, cricket nerds? Welcome to the State of Cricket, the best cricket podcast on the internet by the fans of the fans and for the fans, brought to you by Cricket Huddle. I'm your host, joined by my amazing friends, Nikhil, Amol and Rohan. But today we're going to be trying out a different format and we're going to throw out a bunch of topics one after the other because there's just too much to discuss. Um, so really, uh, I mean, I want to get the ball rolling on things. Uh, apparently, Dravid and company are meeting VVS Lakshman at the NCA and there's a possibility uh, the discussion is going to be around uh, picking the team for the WTC with uh, Mr. Shreyas Iyer and a bunch of these guys who are limping currently at NCA. So one of the possibilities is Ajinkya Rahane making a comeback with gap in the middle order. So I really want to open the topic up and get the ball rolling. Uh, what do you guys think? Does he make a comeback? I, th- I think he's he has momentum on his side, but 19 ball, 50 or something that he made. Uh, you can't argue that he's not in touch. So, he, I mean, he's clearly in touch. And he has had, a, I think uh, he's scored a couple of double centuries in the Ranji season that just, just ended. Which means that he's, he's probably doing fine. And he's definitely doing better than Kumar Yadav. <clears throat> definitely better than Shreyas Iyer. And I wouldn't say he's a longer term better bet than KL Rahul, but Anything is better than Kale Rahul in this current point in time. So, I, I, I would, if this were a vote, I would vote for Rani. To be I agree. Horses for courses. So, at this point, momentum on his side. Lack of uh, better alternatives. Uh, Sefraz Khan is not someone who want who you want to put directly in a World Test Championship final. Uh, so, all that is playing in his favor. And Surya Kumar Yadav did not set the stage on fire. Uh, in that one test, and one test is very little to go by. But also lately, his uh, shorter game format is also, uh, the the form is dipping. So he's not high on confidence. And rightly said, Shreya Sahir's back is uh, worse than Rohit Sharma's hamstring. So, yeah, I would go for a, a Jinkirahan. And and apparently, uh, Sevag has mentioned that uh, lifting weights is the reason why people are having the stiff back problems. So, kind of getting trying to get more fitter is the reason why people are getting stiff backs. But uh, on the Rahane side, I still feel uh, that um, it's going to be iffy uh, compared to. I feel they're going to try KL Rahul at five and then open with Shabman Gill. So I, I, that's the shift that they might make. But then again, 
I would love to see Rahane because of the experience right now. The main struggle that Indian batting order is facing is the middle order. And if we cannot fix that, then this is the same saga every ICC tournament that we were facing in the past. Just the middle order is the reason why India is plagued in the past how many years and how many T20s, how many uh, ODI Cricket World Cups that we have faced after 2011. The main reason for our failure is the middle order. And having someone like Rahane back in the team with the new confidence and he, like, the way he's playing in IPL kind of shows the mindset he's in and showing good uh, um, signs for Indian cricket in terms of middle order. And you never know, he, he might get picked and get uh, out on the first ball. But uh, right now, he's a way better option than an uh, injured stress, I have for sure. Also, the fact that uh, Rishabh Pant is completely out, uh, I would yeah. not have said it otherwise, but I really would like KL Rahul to play in this test team for the WTC uh, to don the gloves. But KL Rahul is not going to be in contention with Brahane's spot at number 5. KL Rahul will be in contention yeah. against KS Bharat's spot at number 6. Because mm. you can still play both Rahane and KL Rahul at 5 and 6. And still have five bowlers, including Jadeja as all-rounder, which mm-hmm. then makes your batting deeper. So then your batting goes to seven with mm-hmm. someone like a Jadeja batting at seven and not a part-time all-rounder at seven. And then you have four seamers. So Honestly, if it's overseas conditions, actually, suddenly our team looks very solid with that kind of batting lineup, right? Because we've talked yes. in the past of India just looking like a bad side overseas with Rahane in contention having played in the UK before and KL Rahul having a great uh, last series against England. I think this this might just give us that impetus which we require uh, for the WTC final. So I'm actually looking forward to uh, what happens with the team. Again, the bowling department is uh, completely clueless as usual. Uh, who, who do you pick there? But I think that's not the topic for today. Uh, we'll, we'll keep it for when we get closer to the WTC, probably uh, do it in England itself, right? Do we, so, do we know Do we know when the team is going to be announced? I would oh, say yeah. probably two weeks before India depart for England. No, no sooner than that. Because so, according to well, Sharma, the, the teams that are going to get eliminated along with his own team, they all are going to be going to England after the, the IPL, like before even the IPL ends, I guess, because I don't think so. All, everybody will be playing the complete court of IPL, I guess. Well, before, you, I, I heard that. before you I talk heard about that. Mumbai's elimination, Mumbai is already on a winning track by thrashing Kolkata today. And so they will be in the top five right now. So don't talk about Mumbai's elimination. Uh, but, but, but regardless of who, who actually gets eliminated, uh, the BCCI is already, at least that's what the news reports are saying, <clears throat> asking players who are kind of guaranteed to go or who are likely to go on the plane to England to have red ball practice in addition to their uh, white ball practice for IPL matches. So hold on. So let's say if Mumbai Indians, uh, Chennai Super Kings and uh, RCB are three teams of the four making to the playoffs? Is 
are their owners really going to let go of <coughs> ajinkya rane rohit sharma uh, virat kohli no 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 not let so, them play the ipl playoffs so lo, lo, no, what what uh, rohit sharma mentioned was uh, the teams that are going to get eliminated not the teams that are in the playoffs so they, they will still be part okay. of playoffs yeah so it's not the ones that are eliminated like uh, if if a fast bowler like umesh yadav and all if kkr gets eliminated they can well, i have, I have one. One the, first, the first one will be who are plays for delhi uh, delhi capitals they, they have a good chance to go to uh, london early yeah i i think i think that uh, we are talking about rahane so if rahane goes to the world test championship uh maybe we can also keep mahendra singh dhoni in the pipeline for the 50 or over world cup maybe you can discuss yeah, about that i am up for it man he is way better than he is way better than the part time keeper that india has been trying for 50 overs game i tell you both in terms of fitness and in terms of the wicket keeping ability I, I think as we get closer to the 50 over world cup we'll yeah. probably have more to say about that please at least don't you want at least don't you want drop a sitter of medias and miraz and let him score 100 after that i i would be skeptical if dhoni even wants to go to the world cup oh, he's barely leaving his way to yeah. the ipl right now i mean yeah. he can make all the bodies that he wants to do but i don't think he wants to play cricket in <laughs> he's just kind of doing it for the franchise so i think with that um let's let's move on uh, let's move on i think rahane uh, the verdict is pretty much unanimous uh, everyone thinks rahane should be in and forget us but even dravid and rohit sharma think he, uh, he should be in uh, and vvs lakshman so i think good news for him all the best vvs lakshman should be fired but yeah let's move on we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll get to the topic some other day we get dumb <laughs> I kind of agree with Ron on this. I kind of agree with Ron on this because uh, Ravi Shastri recently mentioned he he had a good uh, nickname for uh, Deepak Char. He called him the the permanent resident of NCA. Yeah. <laughs> that that <laughs> NCA has been that NCA has been managed like a uh, that uh, Chetan Sharma saga was a bit eye-opening for yeah. NCA for me. Like, that, that, that's the reason I, I said. Actually, actually, lately I've been. I've been really admiring uh, Ravi Shastri's uh, some of these one-liners that he has been sending out. <laughs> yeah, uh, changing gears a little bit on in terms of the power struggle, uh, or rather the power center, right? Uh, we speak about the WTC finals and the importance of ICC trophies. But beyond ICC trophies, there is there's something to be said about the uh, what is the point of bilateral cricket? because we have test matches that are already being played by only a few handful of countries or at least uh, more than two matches per series and uh, today we see uh, a ben stokes so to be, today we see a pat cummins or some of the major international stars saying that i'm not going to play ipl because i will prioritize test cricket but what about places like uh, increasingly new zealand probably but definitely south africa sri lanka pakistan bangladesh or west indies where they don't play very big uh, bilateral series that that have any importance those stars are likely more and more to prioritize franchise cricket which means that the power is now with the franchise owners which are the same by the way is the same bunch of people who go in different places 
and from actually taking all the power and saying that instead of national boards giving NOCs, you will need to seek NOCs from the franchise to play international cricket. That is my point. I, I completely agree, uh, especially if you are coming from or if you are playing for any national team that has a weaker board, weaker in the sense financially weaker board. Uh, right now, the three powerhouses in terms of financially uh, big are the big threes, you know, ECB, uh, Australian Cricket Board and BCCI, of course. Uh, everybody else is at the mercy of them. If India, Australia or England visits them, or they get to visit uh, these teams, only then that board makes some money. Uh, so that's uh, that's how it's going to work. And that's why you see New Zealand, West Indies, and England players relying so heavily on these uh, uh, franchise cricket or, or the, the T20 leagues all around the world, whether it's PSL, uh, Caribbean League, Big Bash, PCCI, and even the Bangladesh Premier League. And yes, I think it is going that way. And I, I do fear that the purest format of the cricket, which is test cricket, could be in jeopardy uh, with players like Trent Bolt uh, not playing uh, for their nation. I mean, that recent exciting test match with New Zealand and England, there was no Trent Bolt. And uh, it's uh, it, it will be a hard pill to swallow for a fan like me to see players trying to get NOCs from uh, Mukesh Ambani or Shah Rukh Khan uh, rather than trying to get clearance from their national boards. Well, because the, the money that they get paid, it's kind of only fair that the franchise owner holds their rights. But uh, play for that franchise if they are like not part of it. But again, there are some players who do still prefer... Uh, international cricket or franchise cricket but then again that is because of the uh, the fitness and the scare of getting injured so I mean we've kind of known this trend for a while now um, pretty much forget franchise cricket pretty much BCCI or the franchise teams from the IPL are consolidating power you can see the ownership in the South African uh, league, yeah. T20 League, or the US uh, T20 League. Most of the teams are being owned by IPL uh, franchises all across. Now there is discussion of a Saudi Premier League, where again, uh, the owners very well might be BCCI and uh, T20 teams from uh, IPL, because uh, you guys must be seeing Visit Saudi is the biggest sponsor for this 2023 IPL right now which means the partnership is already in play. So, again, I think uh, for the longest format, I don't think that's going to be a problem. I actually have a contrarian opinion about it because uh, people like Virat Kohli, Ashwin, love the format a lot, right? And their opinion counts. Just because uh, Mumbai Indians comes into the fray, it's not going to go away. All the cricketers that are even going to play for uh, franchises, they will not have any value if they don't play. Rohit Sharma didn't become Rohit Sharma by playing for Mumbai Indians. He became Rohit Sharma because he played 
superbly for India. Where crowds are going to come and watch them everywhere across the world. You can have that one month of, you know, fun IPL time pass. Uh, but uh, but I don't think Test cricket is going anywhere. This is going to be uh, like uh, there's always a budget, right? Uh, Google has a I think eighty twenty budget or something where twenty percent you can do on your own things. I think that's going to be Test cricket. Eighty hmm. percent might be franchise cricket where people make their money, but rest of it will always be Test cricket. So I don't think that's going away. I think I think the star making ability of franchise cricket cannot be uh, underestimated. You have Arun Kusing that just uh, came from nowhere. You have Rahul Tiwari. They have not played for India. Uh, similarly, Surya Kumar Yadav was not Surya Kumar Yadav uh, if not for the IPL. So I think yes. that Test cricket is not the only maker of star. In fact, it's the other way around. The pipeline for Test cricket is now IPL and franchise cricket. So my question <clears throat> essentially is, is not about England, India, and Australia. It's about the state of overall world cricket. Where uh, I mean, if I were a board of Sri Lanka, I would actually be making uh, a connection with uh, some of these uh, franchises to say, let's have uh, 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 some of their stars and using some facilities or some development contracts. So, yeah, if that is the way that franchise cricket is going, and it's only a few franchises, four or five different people, so it means that there will be BCCI essentially controlling global cricket. But then they will create a monster which is going to kill bilateral cricket between and let's say um, a South African and West Indies. That series has absolutely no viewership and will have nothing going for it. So uh, should it die? Unclear. I mean, the market will decide. But at this point in time, it looks to me that franchise cricket has already taken over in those countries, and it wouldn't be. Too much of a stretch to imagine that for them to play international cricket, they will have to take an OC from the from franchises and cricket South Africa, cricket West Indies will be powerless to stop it. But but my question is, will these uh, guys, will Indian players be allowed to play these other super leagues? That, that's my question. I don't think so. That's a BCC that's a good has... question. I think that what is the only thing should do. Currently, they are not allowed. But what they should do is, and I think somebody mentioned that I don't know if it was Ravi Shastri or someone who said that there are talks of fringe players, the players who are not contracted by BCCI. So right mm-hmm. now you have ABC contracts, right? So you probably have thirty to forty players contracted by BCCI. Everybody outside that, like Rinku Singh, right? So Rinku Singh is currently not contracted. So if a player like that gets opportunities to play outside. But BCCI will have to clear that okay, you should be available for like the domestic season. But apart from that, if you want to go play, uh, say BPL or uh, Caribbean League or Big Bash, you can be given an OC. But but that that was a problem with CCL, right? Uh, like when uh, it started before IPL. ICL. Uh, no, I think I think ICL, CCL sorry. CCL launched uh, quite rushingly. They tried to do too much too early. I think yeah. now um, BCCI IPL is clearly the number one league in the world. They have been consolidating power, and clearly, Rinku Singh, a player like Rinku Singh, can definitely go to a bunch of these uh, leagues where KKR has ownership, right? So I think uh, that's not a bad idea. I also think Ravi Shastri is saying it from like a vested interest standpoint because these players who are going to be those fringe players, as you call them. 
are going to eventually play League of Legends cricket, which Ravi Shastri is whatever co-owner founder <laughs> part of. No, so that is a very very long game. I don't think. Ah. Dude, Ravi Shastri is only no, going to be a party really. organizer. No, not really. Murli Vijay is part of Legends League. Until last year, he was playing IPL, right? So actually, not that far away. No, but but he, players... you you have to retire from all the formats and uh, put of you course. like right. Of now. course. My point is very different. My point is that initially it was BCCI who ran a league. That league had participants, which was uh, those KKRs and the Ambani's and and co. Now. With so much of uh, proliferation of the same franchises, with uh, establishing multiple bases, pretty much the only thing that is keeping them dormant of the BCCI is the major stars, and major stars are the ones who play Test cricket. So that probably is going to be the only uh, uh, power center for uh, for the BCCI. Otherwise, for the rest, uh, I I think that it's going to be franchises having more power than national boards now. So makes sense, yeah. No, good, good, good. No, no, I think I think that's uh, we've kind of beaten this yeah. point to <laughs> to the limit. So I think uh, that's that's yeah. the word. So I was going to bring up another one, kind of kind of connected to IPL. Um, and when we talked about fringe players, <laughs> we talked about how can we give them more opportunities to play outside and stuff. <laughs> the other worry that I have. So this year, as you all know, BCCI introduced that impact player rule, which ICC also has on their agenda, but they haven't introduced that in the uh, uh, major tournaments yet. Uh, BCCI is trying it out. And the worry that I see is, you know, we India, when they won the 2011 World Cup, they had players like Yusuf Pathan, Suresh Raina, <clears throat> uh, Virendra Sehwag, Sachin Tendulkar, uh, they, most of them were drafted into the side as batsmen, pure batsmen, right? But they had the ability to give you one or two overs here and there. So if your fifth bowler goes for a stick, you had cover, right? And of course, Sachin Sehwag and, uh, would definitely make a side just as a batsman because they were designated openers. But somebody like Suresh and Yusuf Pathan would get selected in a team over any other option at five or six just because, oh, Suresh can bowl a few hours of, of spin. But, but now with these new players, because of the impact player rule, are they even going to get a chance to try out their bowling at the e relatively easier level of international cricket, which is IPL, compared to the bigger stage, like say Deepak Huda or Venkatesh Ayer. Look at this season. Venkatesh Ayer has not bowled even a single over. Deepak Kuda has not bowled a single over. And so are we then, unless you are a born talented all-rounder like a Ravindra Jadeja or Hardik Pandya, then how do you make an all-rounder out of a player who was not a pure all-rounder? Ravi Shastri was not a pure all-rounder when he first came in. He was a bowler. Then he developed himself into an all-rounder. So I think I have a fear about that. But, but you are basing that on the basis that the impact player rule, which is a trial on a trial basis at the yeah. moment, is going to be uh, widely implemented across T20s. So maybe the point to debate is whether that has a future itself. Because if 
that is going to be the future, then your fear is relevant. That and because the impact player rule has not been detrimental at least so far in the first you know one fourth of the tournament, and in fact it has given some advantages to the teams, right? I mean against. No, but but that's the I, thing, right? Uh, uh, CSK used Rane as the impact player. But but that's the thing, right? You get a proper uh, batsman or a baller in in yeah. terms of a part timer, yeah. which is kind of a good thing for a team because again, if uh, yeah. you should not be in the need of players like these uh, part timers to be balling anyways, because they're not like I have not seen any of those part timers turn into a proper all rounder. So in the past, like look look at the historic way the names that you just mentioned. Even though they they never we never saw any potential of any of them being a full fledged all rounder because Hardik Pandya, Ravindra Jadeja, those are they came into cricket as an all rounder and they have proved their talent in the world of cricket in terms of performing on the both sides of the spectrum. But in terms of the, the impact play rule and the the question that you are raising, I I don't see that uh, much of an impact. On the game of the cricket in terms of player development, because the players who are going to bowl part timers, the captain only goes to them unless the the main bowlers are going for a spin. And with this impact player rule, actually, it's an advantage for the team. I have hated watching the IPL, but for some reason, this IPL I've watched the games because they've been so close, literally going to the last ball. Right, beat the Rinku Singh uh, Blitzkrieg, or you know, just all the games have pretty much been gone to the last over, and uh, so I would actually think this transitions itself to um, the T Twenty or World Cricket stage. Again, the question really is that is the T Twenty World Cup for world teams is that even relevant, right after the IPL? So that's a big question in my head, but again, that's a moot point. Uh, we can again keep debating about that one. Uh, we we know what the answer to that is, right? So um, I, I I don't know, I don't know, but I think impact player is a far, is a thing to stay. But but in terms of so, in terms of the impact player you guys were talking about, I, I had a question about. Uh, the workload management in terms of our international players. So this impact player is good. Like for example, today what happened with Rohit Sharma, he decided to, like I don't know if he it's it was his decision or the management's decision to play him as an impact player. But uh, I feel that is to just manage his workload and uh, make sure he's uh, uh, fit for the World Test Championship. Uh, is spending less time on the field. Uh, in terms of fielding, but I think uh, I still feel there are other players who are going to get burnout. And then uh, my my major fear is during the World Test Championship, these players might not be as fresh and as active as they should be in order to win the tournament. And then again, we are going to come up with millions of other excuses uh, later once we lose the World Test Championship. So, should these players be after like like half midway through IPL? Should these players be like rested, all this the core fifteen players, and then sent to England, or just do nothing, stay fresh, rather than just burning out till the end of uh, 
summer going through height and just draining themselves and then going there and then just uh, embarrassing ourselves in front of um, the entire world. So that, that's my critical question to the I group. Mean, just, just to first set the record straight, uh, there was no tactical move in uh, resting Rohit Sharma today. I think just like in Delhi dressing room, the Chole Kulche came in. I think today the Wada Pao showed up in the Mumbai dressing room. So Rohit was busy there. So just <laughs> But yeah, I agree with Rohan. Uh, if Rohit Sharma as a captain is serious about the World Test Championship, which he, which he appears to be, if the conversations have started from Rahul Dravid's level with the NCA about Ajinkya Rane, then that means he's serious. He's not trying out any Tom, Dick and Harry at number 5 because Shreyas is not available. Then I would say that Rohit Sharma is doing the right thing if this is a tactical move. That, hey, let Surya... And this could be two-way tactical, right? So, after me... Who is the apparent heir for Mumbai Indians to take over? So let's Surya capital this game and let's see where it goes. So yes, it has it has definitely uh, a spot in a larger debate whether that should carry over to international uh, matches or, or or vice versa. Uh, it doesn't matter; they, they may choose not to have it. But then <clears throat> the development question that you raised is a valid one. Uh, in that, it actually shines the light on the fact that. A, a tactical move is taken away from captains because th this was a captain's challenge that you will never have an ideal team and you have to make do with the resources. So this is where the MSDs of the world really shine, the Imran Khans of the world really shine in terms of making a difference by captaining. But now if you have uh, five genuinely uh, game-changing bowlers where only four of them can could play in the old format, then one can be rested and you can have a pure batsman. So technically, yes, you are taking a spot away from a bits and pieces player, so-called bits and pieces player, but then you are creating more purity in the format. Uh, this is all moot if the matches were boring, but the matches are not boring. So I think that uh, it's probably but, okay to... But, but my question is that that's not... Uh, so my question is like in terms of uh, the national team availability and... Uh, saving them from injury, would impact player be a good option? I mean, if they're getting injured playing 20 overs, then I think that they can just stay at home. You know, they can maybe, knitting is a safer option for them. It's not about injury. It's about the uh, freshness and it's about the intent to go and win. Like the, the killer instinct, right? By the time uh, end of the IPL, they just go run out of steam. And that has happened like in 2020 World Cup. But that is more Maybe about travel. If, if you look at, if you if you speak uh, or if you listen to some of the statements that they're making, is the fact that they play a game and then they have to pack up and move and travel the next day, uh, set up again in a different hotel. So it's the mental fatigue yeah. of the traveling. That's that is, yeah. right. And, so and that, I think that's the problem, not the actual playing. What's part. that got to do with the hamstring injury? The hotel no, 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 no. In terms of so there, there are both the, the, the both sides right there, there is mental fatigue as well as and because that that has been the uh, major reason which has been uh, making rounds after our 2020 World Cup uh, loss uh, early exit and then uh, the recent things that happened in Asia Cup and everything because everything was blamed I, on IPL. No, the hamstring and the back are different. Hamstring and back are different things. If everybody who plays the IPL. Uh, Consistently broke down with bad bats and hamstrings, then yes, uh, definitely you can attribute that. 
but that is an NCA specific issue. I don't see any of the foreign players breaking down. Uh, I think I think players that, right? in 2020 World Cup were not trained out because they had injuries. They were trained out mentally. You know, they were mentally checked out. You know, uh, you could even see Virat Kohli who was trained out. Virat Kohli, you can't question Virat Kohli's fitness. Virat Kohli, yeah. I mean, apart from the bad back, he never had fitness issues. But uh, you know, uh, and and if you're concerned, at least there are two players who would be in the uh, 16-member squad. Who will be fresh? That will be Cheteshwar Pujara and KS Bharat because they are not participating in the IPL. But, but Cheteshwar Pujara is making centuries playing in county cricket, which is a good exactly. thing. Exactly. So. so yeah, I mean, and it will make sense. So now I don't see Rajasthan Royals uh, getting an early exit. So unfortunately, Ashwin won't go there early. But uh, Ashwin won't some... even play there for WTC. I can bet you on that. But he will be in the squad, right? He will be in the He'll squad. He'll be in the squad, yeah. yeah. But let's say Delhi Delhi makes an early exit, then you can send Aksar Patel up there, and yeah. you can have him practice, you know, whatever, and so you can make moves like that. I mean, if Mumbai Indians don't make it, yeah, clear case for Rohit Sharma to sit out the remaining games, uh, hand over to Sri Kumar Yadav, and go to London. Yeah. Now, would RCB make call like that? And we'll see. No, <laughs> RCB is never going to make to the playoffs anyway this year, so. I mean, regardless, right? I think that's that's the smarter way to go about it. What Rohit Sharma is doing right now, every player should think of themselves because they've got a. I mean, IPL is going to come and go, right? The WTC is just going to happen once again. I don't even know if that will happen again for most of these cricketers who are at the finishing yeah. line of their test careers. So, if anything else use any sort of help from the BCCI, from Rahul Dravid, from VVS Lakshman, if you're being pressurized by the team owners. Again, they very well might say, but I think WTC should be the priority. Uh, that that is the problem. Not playing the IPL. No, but that I'm, is I'm the problem. You, you, mentioned, you mentioned two names that is causing Indian cricket to go backwards. VVS Lakshman and Rahul Dravid. No, but I'm checking the schedule. So, the last league game of the IPL finishes on May 21st and your WTC final is on May, June 7th. So, you have six, you have 16 days. No, no. You actually have 16 days. So, and quite frankly, barring one or two teams which are fighting for their number four spots, uh, probably two, three days before that, you would know which three or four teams have gotten eliminated. So, anybody who has picked up. So, I think Smart thing to do for the selectors would be to pick up the squad uh, by like the mid mid May, fifteenth May or something, and then whoever is not making it to the IPL playoffs for sure in that last week of IPL should be sent to London early to acclimatize. That that's Damn. definitely. I think they will do that. They will do that. They, they will do that. Yeah, they will. They will work out. Yeah. So let's say if KKR doesn't make it, then Shardul Thakur, if he is in the squad, then he should go. My problem yeah. is that uh, I think Rohan brought up a good point. Uh, the problem is not the player's availability or the injury, right? I think VVS Lakshman or Rahul Dravid, I hope they are they are treating themselves as coaches and being a, accountable for the team injuries because that is the main thing here, right? Uh, if people at NCA are not able to come back. Look at Ravindra Jadeja, right? I mean, 
the kind of comeback he's done after yeah. such a bad injury i mean yeah. hats off to him he's definitely put in the hours right for him to be able yeah. to sustain after after that kind of an injury and being out for almost i think 8 months yeah but deepak chahar or shreyas ayer for that matter i think no excuses no they excuse. have to be dealt yeah. uh, seriously and uh don't pick them in that don't give them the central contract no, even even no. you can take a name of hardik pandya he has come back very good after yeah. an injury that injury was probably career threatening and at one point it looked like his career was over mm-hmm. and now he's captaining the t20 yeah. side even even just jasprit bumrah he went into nc never came back so well he actually yeah, he he actually went to new zealand apparently to fix his back. yeah yeah for his back surgery no, no, Jasprit Bumrah's case, it's it's a AP. It's not like because there was an option of surgery was always on the table, but nobody wants to go under the knife. They want to see what they can do without a surgery. He tried all of that, and he came. I think he, they just rushed him back a little too early, but they had to because how are they going to try him out before the World Cup, right? They wanted to see if his game fit before the World Cup, and unfortunately, that backfired. Yeah. i think uh, i think pretty much uh, the state of cricket as it stands <laughs> is is looking half half and like the half the glass is looking half full half empty because uh, there's questions all the time but that's why we do the podcast uh, all right that's a mark that's the episode guys thank you for listening again hit subscribe on itunes or follow on spotify and see you next week